0: Okay. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's Chapo again. Uh, welcome to the second episode of... Uh, crypto chat with Chapo um, today. Man, I, I have a little. I'm a little excited because last night I I uh, had some reflection, especially on the first uh, podcast, and I've been listening to a lot of Alan Watts, and I don't know if you know who Alan Watts is, but I encourage you to go uh, check out Alan Watts, and you know, sort of reflect on on some of the things in your life, and you know, I I really like what he has to say, and I was. Listening to uh, a clip of him, and he talked about this term called Wu Wei, and it really resonated with me. And and the, the nutshell, and there's a lot of different uh, sort of ways to translate that, but um, Alan translated it is in not forcing. And, you know, not forcing things in life that aren't there. And I think definitely yesterday's uh, podcast was me trying to be super formal and, you know, force what I was doing. And it came off as stiff. That's not really who I am. Um you know, I'm sure nerves had a lot to do with it, but um, I'm going to try to do a little bit better with this because, you know, I really love the crypto space. Um, It is definitely a passion of mine. I enjoy talking about it. Um, I enjoy learning about it, researching it. um, And that's kind of where I'm going to try to be at. And once again, I am not an expert. I'm not a professional podcaster um, yet. And I don't have fancy equipment yet. So the quality is not going to be that great. And I'm doing it all on my own for the first time. And so it's going to be a little rough and I appreciate your patience um, for that. So my question to you is, you know, are you ready to step into the crypto space. Um, Are you willing to uh, make money? Are you willing to lose money? Are you willing to, you know, take a risk? You know, and if you can say yes to those things, then I think that... You are well on your way to kind of stepping into this world. And if you're meeting it with everything that you are as a person, in, in terms of interest and passion, I think that you'll find that it, it gives a lot back to you um, in ways that you, you aren't really expecting so today i was uh, wanted to talk about a twitter space that i happened upon yesterday last evening um, and i i don't often get into the twitter spaces you know sometimes they're enjoyable to listen to sometimes they are um, filled with hopium people having wishful thinking and not the strongest grounding in reality so i happened to hop into one that primary focus was what i thought at the time was talking about nfts and the nft market is challenging i i think for me it definitely was one of the the biggest challenges um in the space learning how to find a good project finding a good project um you know m- flipping some to make a little bit of profit uh but it's a challenge and i would definitely wouldn't say i'm an ace in it i have a couple of um you know nfts that are worth you know you know four or five eth which is nice um but i i haven't sold them so you know it's just an unrealized gain and they could always go to zero and i miss my opportunity Uh, um but so i I'm getting better but I'm not good so this space last night really got me thinking um, you know I, I love communities not only in crypto but also on NFTs and the, the community is just the, the, the makeup of the people that either own or holder or they support the ecosystem and I like The positive people. I like to be surrounded with people that are insightful. They're okay to have their thoughts challenged. Um, They are okay pushing themselves to um, have a new way of thinking, a new paradigm shift. That's what I like. Those types of people that want to move forward and aren't afraid to pivot or aren't afraid to say well we're not quite doing this right and this is how I want to do it differently so that's what what I typically look for um, when I'm especially when with NFTs um, it does it's helpful in the 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 token or the crypto itself although that doesn't really determine the destiny or even the price a lot of the times maybe even most time I'm not even sure so the spaces that I was in last night. So if you're not on Twitter, I, you know, I encourage you to do that. Um and I'm going to make some references to some Twitter. I probably won't, you know, say the actual the Twitter handle. Uh, Maybe I will. I don't know. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head as I'm thinking about it. Uh, But Twitter is a great place. It's a dangerous place, too, because you can follow charlatans and, you know, people that are just trying to, you know, pump their own NFT, get you to buy it so then they could dump it and get out without losing as much money or with a little profit. So the, the spaces that I stumbled upon last night. And uh, I will just say it was hosted by a guy, I don't know, that we call Alex. You know, I can just throw that Alex. You probably know 42 different Alexes. But um, I follow Alex on Twitter, and he is uh, primarily a Solana ecosystem NFT guy, from what I can gather. Now, I'm not an expert on him. I I don't know his values. Um, It just happened to be that I I came across this this space. This guy has quite a few uh, followers, and I've read some of his posts, and I didn't think too much of it. Um, However, when I jumped into this space, it was... Shocking! Uh, I was really taken aback by the the conversations that were going on inside the spaces, and this particular per- person who we've called Alex, um, man, he was really toxic and aggressive, and you know, insulting and cutting people off, which. It, it, I couldn't, and and maybe it, it's all performance art. I don't really know, um, but certainly many of the people inside the spaces um, they were not in on the performance art. In other words, if it was an art, if you, if the guy was doing this as a joke, then a lot of people weren't in on the joke. And what really came out as a highlight in this was. A sort of battle between the NFT space in the Solana ecosystem and the NFT space with Ethereum. And, you know, if you've, if you've followed NFTs for a while, the big money and the big players primarily are in the Ethereum ecosystem. That doesn't mean that there aren't other, um, you know, is it money to be made in other ecosystems. Solana's, you know, done wonderful. Um, I'm sure they have, you know, quite a few, what we call blue chip NFTs in the ecosystem. I do hold, I believe just one or maybe two Solana NFTs. I don't really give them much thought. Um, and that's not a slam on the ecosystems or the NFTs. It's just that, you know, the Ethereum ecosystem has is, is strong. That's being an understatement. Um, and, you know, that's kind of where my play is right now. Um, I, I have found that if you try to spread yourself too thin, then it's hard to kind of keep track of anything, everything. So the back to the spaces. So it, it, it seems that, you know, there were insults being uh, flung around that, you know, perhaps people were sort of taking money to, you know, promote an NFT and then um, just kind of dumping on them or agreeing to promote an NFT, taking the crypto or the money and and then not doing what you were supposed you said you were going to do and I w- I'm missing a lot of context on what people were saying in terms of specific projects and how this Alex might have been connected to it but it, it was I left I, I listened for a while and then I left and you know reflected on that and I was just really blown away about by how negative and toxic it was And that's, you know, made me really think. But in that space, uh, Alex was talking about basically the power of the Solana ecosystem and the Solana NFTs. And this was only, I can only say it was a clip because I listened for a half an hour about there. Maybe it was less. I wasn't really paying attention at the time. Um, So it seemed like there was this. In inside the spaces, there was sort of a a battle between Solana and Ethereum, and one metric that they were talking about was Magic Eden versus OpenSea. Not to insult anybody, to tell just, but you know, Magic Eden is the NFT um, one NFT marketplace in the Solana ecosystem. OpenSea is on the Ethereum network and so there's this sort of comparison of these two and you know many people were saying oh well Magic Eden is you know so much better than OpenSea and and Ethereum people supporters were saying you know well OpenSea isn't great but it's kind of the go-to you know this is where all the money is and you know you uh, that's kind of the stance they were taking and i pulled up some uh, stats uh i did not make this dashboard but i'm using uh, dune analytics and it compares magic eating and open so um you know i don't know all the metrics inside of this but uh dune analytics has some great dashboards i didn't i didn't create this but it's uh, trading volume um, in USD, so in in dollar aspects. So the monthly trading volume, and uh, it looks like it would be for July. Of course, uh, Magic Eden was in at 45 million dollars, uh, almost 46, and OpenSea was at $550 million for the month. So, you know, if you're using the metric of dollars, you know, OpenSea seems to have this advantage, which, you know, that's that's what I would have, would have assumed um, without actually looking at the data. And uh, if you look at a couple of the other metrics, uh, percentage share, um of the total nft marketplaces between the two in the dashboard i mean it's a chart of blue basically and OpenSea is this is a blue bar in there uh and you know they go pretty much it looks like weekly so they'll do a percentage of total volume for the particular day in this chart. So, for example, on 725 of this summer of the total NFT volume between the, um, the two, that Magic Eden had 4.6% of the USD and OpenSea had 94. 5.4%, which is huge. It's it's a huge. It's not even uh, a, a close comparison when you you come down to it. The the closest one that I can see in this chart which goes all the way back to May 9th is on the fifth, the, the 23rd of May, OpenSea brought in 81% of the total volume compared to 19% for Magic Eden. So that was a pretty good day, a snapshot, and it's kind of bounced between there and, you know, on the 25th, it's 4%, but on the 18th, Magic Eden has 9%, you know, 10% on the 11th, 9%. You know, so it's in that vicinity. The active traders, the number of people that are trading on each platform, seems to be a little bit closer, honestly, Magic Eden monthly traders is uh, 151,000, and OpenSea is 428,000. So it's not that big a gap. The volume, the USD volume, is the gap there is so significant. Uh, probably because, and once again, I don't know this for sure, is that the average number of NFTs sold on OpenSea is probably a greater value than the average number on Magic Eden I don't know what the see if they have doesn't look like they have the number of NFTs sold in terms of numbers Uh, I don't see that so but if you look at a couple of the other ones um, that the active traders by month um, in well, actually going by week, so the active traders for July 25th, 167,000 for OpenSea, 48,000 for Magic Eden. Um, so it's it still a, di- a difference, uh, but it's not as big as the dollar volume, in my opinion. Um, so I guess it was just really interesting. I, I knew there was conflict, sort of, so to speak, between Solana and Ethereum. You know, there's always a little bit of trash talk between you know blockchains you know to who's the best and i knew that it existed um i was not expecting as much vitriol as i experienced in that in that spaces last night i mean it was a little entertaining you know but then i i just I'm, i just don't like that kind of um environment i'm not in uh, as a troll. I don't like to troll people. Um, you know, I, I I don't enjoy it. I'm more, I, I like the positivity and, and that leaves me, you know, feeling refreshed, you know, and I don't like that toxic environment. So, but I was real surprised at how aggressive it was because a lot of the current dialogue in the NFT space is, especially on Ethereum because that's where I, I do most of mine, is way more positive. Um, everybody knows that the market's down. It's not the same as it was a year ago. And you know, a lot of people in the space I mean, the mints a lot of times are free. They're not costing you anything but gas to get them. And it, it's a generally a better... enjoyable environment for me. That might be true of what is happening in Solana for the whole, the big picture. I don't know because I don't search that out. I don't know the answer to that. So it is unfair to me to use this one space to drive that point home. Very unfair. But it was on my mind. I thought it would be a great thing for me to talk about today. And, you know, I'd love to hear what everybody else thinks. It's 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 something that, that I think is going to play out a little bit stronger over the next few months, especially if we sort of trend down and... The money really begins to move away from NFTs again, and they're they're bouncing back a little bit. Uh, it's a wonderful green day if you if you are a trader. Um, you know Ethereum is doing pretty well. Um, it's down a little bit in the last hour, but it's still at trading at sixteen seventy six, which is great. Bitcoin's at twenty three thousand fifteen. So you know it's it's a not a, a, an actually a pretty decent day um, if you're. If you're a trader now, will that remain? I don't know. Fridays can can often be bad, um, and I think this this Solana. Ethereum, NFT, I would call it a little war or whatever, troll war that I listened to last night is, is maybe a little microcosm of, of what's happening on a larger level between the two um, ecosystems. And my sense of that is, you know, just from what I gather on, on Twitter, um, I don't really own any Solana. I have like one Solana in case I want to buy an NFT. You know, I, I don't typically check that price very often. I, I'm not searching for NFTs on Solana, which could be a mistake. I, I, I'll admit that, no problem. But it's just, that's not where my head is at right now. So I guess in a nutshell, that was, you know, kind of what I wanted to talk about today and, and how that is playing out and what it will look like in the next um, few months, maybe a year. Uh, my initial thought after I l- listened to Spaces was that what I heard is not sustainable. I don't I don't believe that you can create a a community around negative negativity that's going to be sustainable. That's going to draw people in. Yeah, you might draw some toxic people in. I don't think that that's a model that. Survives. I mean, I could be wrong. Heck, I'm not. Definitely not an expert. But I didn't care for it, and um, I encourage you guys to get on Twitter and check it out. See if you can find. The the person or the spaces I was talking about and and hopefully um, you know you can form your own opinions. So once again, not financial advice. I appreciate anyone who's listening, and um, I plan on getting an episode out tomorrow. Don't know what the topic is yet, Uh, but thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you had a wonderful time. Say we good. should go.